Good evening. This is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church here in Reno, Texas. I want to welcome you and uh, everything, but uh, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of got a frog in my throat here. <clears> throat> uh, this evening, what I would like to do for just a few minutes is uh, many people wonder, is Satan in hell? Uh, well, at this time, Satan is not in hell. Right now, Satan is roaming the earth, seeking people that he can try to tempt into sin and separate them from the love of God. Well, they're not going to separate them from the love of God, but they can kind of put a wedge between us and God when we fall for some of Satan's schemes and uh, listen to him. Well, they say, well, I thought he was, uh, is he still in heaven? No. He is not in heaven. Like I said, he is here on this earth. Satan was kicked out of heaven. And uh, he was sent down to earth. There's a, a couple of scriptures. And I want to share them with you. Because a lot of people ask this. Well, is Satan still in heaven? No. He's not in heaven. He's here on earth. Listen to these scriptures. This is in Revelations chapter 12. And I'm going to read, uh, first of all, verses 7 through 8. This talks about uh, the war in heaven. It says, And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels fought. And Satan and his demons prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. They were kicked out of heaven. And then God says something. He's warning the earth about Satan's coming here. Now listen to what God is saying. He says, he's talking, he's talking about heaven now right here. He says, Therefore rejoice you heavens and you that dwell in them. But woe to the inhibitors of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down to you, having great wrath, very, very angry because he got kicked out of heaven, because he knows that he has but a short time. See, Satan knows he only has a short time to try to turn all of us against God. He wants us to be in hell. Satan knows he's going to go to hell, but he's going to do all he can to destroy us because we belong to God. Satan can't do anything to God. He tries to get to God through us by doing things to us, God's creation, God's children. And uh, so no, Satan is roaming this earth right now, seeking whom he may devour. Listen to what it says in 1 Peter 5.8. It tells us to be sober to be alert, to be vigilant, to be on guard, to watch out. It says, because your adversary, your enemy, the devil is as a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. Satan is going about seeking whom he can divide and take away from God. He'll do any and everything. He is so full of tricks and schemes and people fall for him. We all do. And, and, and some of them are so tempting. 
But we just have to remember, we have to know where these are coming from. In 1 John 14.30, Jesus called Satan the prince of the world. And Paul referred to Satan in Ephesians 2.2 as the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. At work in those who are disobedient. What's he talking about? He's talking about to those who have not accepted Christ, who are disobedient to the Word and the things of God. And it says here, no, Satan, Satan does not live in hell. He lives and works here on earth. So many people, I mean, Satan is just associated with hell because that's where he's going to spend all eternity. Many people think that Satan lives in hell. He don't. He lives here on this earth. And John tells us in John 8.44, listen, Satan is the father of lies. Anytime Satan comes to you, he comes to you with a lie. And he's very, very good at it. It says, you are of your father the devil, talking about talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and those. You are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. Satan cannot tell you the truth. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and he is the father of it. Notice it says that he was a murderer from the beginning. Even Jesus again tells us why Satan came to this earth. In John 10, 10 it says, excuse me, Satan came only but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is Satan's job. To kill, to steal, and to destroy God's children. But then Jesus says right behind that, but I came that you may have life and you may have it abundantly. Jesus wants to give us an abundant life. Abundant means overflowing. And that's what Jesus wants us to have. But Satan is totally opposite of what Jesus is. Satan influences man through his lies and he rules the world right now. Matter of fact, they call Satan the God of this world. Satan, but you know, one thing that Satan desires, <clears throat> Satan desires worship. Satan wants us to worship him. You know, in Matthew 4, 9, when Jesus was sent into the desert, and he said that, that, that Satan came against him in the desert, and, it, and here in Matthew 4, 9 says, and this is Satan talking to Jesus. And, Jesus. and Satan said unto Jesus, All these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus showed, excuse me, Satan showed Jesus all kinds of things. He said, if you will fall down and worship me, I will give you all of these things. All these things of the world. Of course, Jesus didn't fall for it. Satan uses deceit and he uses distractions to draw man's focus to him. 
He uses all kinds of distractions to make us look at him. And some of these distractions are very tempting. And, and, and Satan knows what tempts us. He knows all of our weak points. He knows the things that we'll fall for. And that's what he comes against us with. Those things that's so hard for a man to resist. And each person has a weakness. And Satan knows that weakness. And when he comes against you, he has, when he has that opportunity, he will bring that weakness you have against you, trying to entice you and draw you away from God. The world worships Satan in one way or another. I'm talking about the world, the things of the world. Except the ones that are in this world right now, we have to be in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. We don't have to be like the world. We've got to live here, but we don't have to act like and be like those who are in the world and do the things that they do. It says, the world worships Satan in one way or another, except for those who are of the kingdom of God, his, God's children, and therefore called away from Satan's deceptions. You know, if you are born-again Christian, you have, you, you have something. You have the Holy Spirit of God living on the inside of you. He is a comforter. He warns us. Have you ever been tempted to do something, but all of a sudden you get that, oh, I don't feel right about that. I don't, no, I shouldn't do that. You, that is the Holy Spirit saying, don't fall for that. That is not of God. That is of the enemy. Listen to those things when they come against you. Listen. That is the Holy Spirit warning you, don't do it because you're going against God. And you know, it, uh, if, a person, if a person is not a child of God, if you do not belong to God, he is then called a child of Satan. If you're not a child of God, then you're a child of Satan. You belong to Satan. In John 8, 44, it says, You are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. You'll do what, the, you'll do what your father does. And if your father's a devil, you're going to do what he does. You know, Jesus said, I only do the things I see the father do. Jesus' father is God. He did what he saw God do. And if we are children of the devil, then we're going to do what we see the enemy, Satan, do. And this is what he's telling us. And 1 John 3.10 tells us, how do I distinguish the two, the Father of God? I mean, the children of God and the children of Satan. Well, this is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. It says here, Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child. If we don't do the Word of God and what God instructed us to do, we're not God's child. Nor is anyone who, who does not love their brother or their sister. If we do not have love in us, we don't belong to God. God is love. James 4, 4 tells us, says that anyone who is a friend of the world is an enemy to God. In other words, if you want to live in the world, do what the world does, act like the world, then you're an enemy of God because you're totally against what God wants. 
Listen, it's, it, it tells us right here in James 4, 4. It says that anyone who is a friend of the world is an enemy to God. It says, listen here, you adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enemy with God. Enemy means hate. Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. If we choose the world over God, we're an enemy to God. You know, God has given us, has given us a choice. He has given us the right to choose. We can choose the world, live in the world, be a part of the world, do as the world does, think as the world thinks, act as the world acts, or you can be a child of God, following in God's Word, believing God, and doing what God says to do. You know, there's a lot of difference there. When we choose Satan over God, you're choosing a destination that you don't want to go. You are choosing that if something happens, you're choosing to abide forever in the lake of fire. But if you choose God and believe in His Son, you have eternal life in heaven. You know, we, it's important for us to know because soon, we need to know that, that's what I'm talking about here because soon Jesus is going to return to this earth and he's going to take back to heaven what belongs to him. And that's his children. And then he's going to defeat the followers of Satan and Satan and, and claim his people for himself. Then Satan will be thrown into the lake of fire. No, Satan's not in the lake of fire right now. He's roaming this earth. But one day, God will judge Satan and throw him into the lake of fire. And in Revelation 20.10 says, And he shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. This is what Satan has to look forward to. The lake of fire being tormented night and day forever and ever without ever ceasing. Afterwards, Jesus will judge all the unbelievers, those who did not believe in Christ. He's going to judge them according to what they have done during their lives. Have you followed God? Have you believed God? Or are you following the world? Or are you following Satan? If you're a believer, you're not going, you're not going to follow Satan. You're going to follow God. And you're going to do what God wants you to do. And you're going to go to heaven. But if you choose Satan... You're going to stand before the great white throne judgment and Jesus is going to judge you and then you're going to be cast into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever right along with Satan. Anyone whose name is not found written in the, in the book of life will be thrown into the lake of fire where Satan and his demons will be waiting for you. In Revelations 20, 15, says it real clear. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. The book of life. In other words, the Lamb's book of life. Jesus has a book. For, all, for everybody who has accepted Him and believed in Him, your name is in that book. 
Your name is in that book. You are secure. You are saved. You are heaven bound when something happens. But your name has to be in the Lamb's book of life. At, at no time, right now, does Satan reside in hell. But he will one day. But the time is coming when he will be confined permanently to hell to be tormented for all eternity. For all he has done, he is going to pay the price. And you know, if you're following Satan, you're going to pay that price right along with him. You're going to pay that price with him because you're going to be right where he's at. This is telling us each person has to make sure that their name is written in the book of life so that he may have eternal life in heaven rather than eternal separation from God in the lake of fire. Have you made your choice of who your God is? Is it God of heaven, the creator of all things, or is it the God of this world, Satan? If you're following Satan, and you believe in Satan, you're doing what Satan does, your destination is hell. But if you're following God, believing God, and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your name is written in that book of life, and you are bound for eternal life in heaven. See, this is the choice we have to make right now. This choice can't be made after death. It has to be made before death. You're making your choice right now of where you're going to spend eternity. Have you made that choice? A lot of people say, well, you know, I'm, I've still got plenty of time. I'm young. And I, I, I just a lot of things I still want to do. Well, you don't know if you're going to have time to do them or not. I, I mentioned something Sunday. We are subject to sudden death. We don't know the day of our death. God does, but we don't. So we have to do what we got to do right now, and that's accept Jesus Christ. We don't know the day we're going to die. But if you die before you have accepted Jesus, there's no change. There's no, you know, later on saying, oh, man, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I want to change my mind. I want, to, I, I want to believe in Jesus. It's too late. You do that now. There is no after death chance of salvation. It's got to be now. I hope that all of you have made the decision to follow Jesus. And probably most of you have. I hope you have. But you've still got family and you've got friends that you personally know that haven't. You need to tell them about Jesus. You need to tell them about eternal life. You need to tell them they have to make that choice now because we never know the day that we're going to leave this earth. We never know that day when it's going to happen. But God does. He says, I know the day of your birth. I know the day of your death. We just have to be ready when it comes. For, for, <clears throat> if we're not, like I said, there's no second chances after death. So I'm, I, I just ask you, if you are out there and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you do that today?
Would you do it today while you still can, while you still got that time? Would you pray with me right now? Father God, I come to you asking you to forgive me of my sins. Lord, forgive me where I have failed you. Lord, I accept your Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and as my Savior. I want to follow you. I want to follow your ways. Lord, I want eternal life in heaven with you. I don't want to burn in hell for all eternity. But Lord, I want to be with you. I want to be in heaven. And you know, if you ask Jesus right now to come into your heart and believe in your heart that he truly is the Son of God, he died for your sins, he shed his blood for the forgiveness of your sins, and Lord, on that third day, he arose. If you can believe this in your heart, God says, I accept you into my kingdom. I accept you as my child. You are now saved. You now have eternal life. But you have to follow Jesus. You have to believe in Jesus. Could you do that? Would you just ask Jesus to come into your heart? I want to thank y'all today for being here. But I just, so many people, just like I said earlier, still believe that Satan's home is hell. It's not. He is here day and night, constantly, roaming about, seeking whom he can turn against God, whom he can draw to him, whom he can rob of eternal life in heaven. That's, just, that's what Satan's doing. That's his job. So would you just resist? He says, turn to God, resist Satan, and he's going to have to flee from you. He's going to have to flee from you. When you put God first, you say, Satan, I rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I have nothing to do with you. Jesus Christ is my Lord. He is my Savior, not you. Flee from me now and leave. You know, he has to leave you, but he will come back. Just as he did Jesus in the desert. He'd leave him for a time, but he would come back. He's going to do all he can to rob you of your life and of, of eternal life. Don't let him do it. You hold on to Jesus, and Jesus will hold on to you. Thank you all for being here tonight. I appreciate it. I'll see you next week. Until then, God bless you. May his hedge of protection be around you, and may his face shine upon you and your family. And I just thank you again for being here. Y'all have a blessed day, and God bless each and every one of you.